Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. And if Trent Copeland was the first person that I would want to speak to on a New Year's Day. He is a person that I've spent a couple of New Year's with, actually. And we have uh, matured like great bottles of red wine, me and uh, our next guest. And joining us from back in Adelaide, who is at the, he might be able to give us a little bit of a snapshot of what the BBL was like last night, Noel Thomas-Kello. Good morning. Yeah, good morning, Noddy. Good morning, Dickie. And um, Happy New Year to everyone out there. And uh, yeah, I was at the Big Bash last night at Adelaide Oval and... Um, uh, the Thunder flogged them, didn't they? So, uh, yeah, it was quite entertaining. Jason Sanger didn't hit any sixes in your way. Didn't have to dodge the football like, uh, sorry, dodge the cricket ball like uh, like they wanted everyone to do at the AFL last year? Uh, no, no, no. One come nearby, but I forget who hit it because I'd had a few bevos. And, um, no, we had a good night anyway, put it that way. But I didn't yeah. do the fireworks. Like, I'm, not a, I'm not a fireworks sort of person like you. Were you up at uh, midnight watching the fireworks, Dickie? Yeah, I'm heavy. I'm heavy into the fireworks. You know that. We did. Uh, uh, yeah. We spent a, we <laughs> we spent a New Year's at the Gold Coast myself and Noel, and uh, we had a a pretty nice apartment there overlooking surface, and there was a building right in the way of the fireworks, and I absolutely spat the dummy. But uh, Noel, yesterday was a special day, and this person uh, has seen a lot of our shenanigans going on, and I can't believe she's made it to to where she has, uh, she was in the motorcade actually for the 2006 AFL Grand Final, but Stacey Callow uh, rode her first winner at Port Lincoln yesterday. No, nah, second, yeah, she rode second her first winner. winner uh, yeah, yeah, her first winner was um, at Sejuna, her, sec- her second ride in the race, so that was good, it was on a dirt track, and um, and that was her first uh, TAB winner yesterday at Port Lincoln, so yeah, yeah, you're right, she had seen a lot of her shenanigans uh, through the years, and um, uh, yeah, I'm just, uh, I'm blown away, like she's She's gone 10 times better than I was at that stage. Um, she reads it better than, than I did at that stage, and uh, she's got a long way to go. But, um, yeah, I'm just so... I'm, I'm wrapped because she's um, she's just doing all the right things, and she'll make a million mistakes, And um, uh, but so far, so good. It's really good, and I'm, I'm just happy for her because she's worked hard. Yeah, no, obviously, as you said, it would have been an interesting story time or a very proud moment, obviously, as you said, winning a, a second race, but... When she'd come to you and said, oh, I'm thinking about becoming a jockey, were you really happy about that decision or were you like, please don't go down that path? Yeah, it was a bit like that, Noddy. Um, she she got really good in her, um, in her schooling. Uh, she got uh, 90 in her uh, VCE and got into a law course. And I got out of most of those parenting things because I was either sitting in a hot bath or, or at the races. And she went to the awards and got all um, at the school and she SMSed me and said, uh, I want to be a jockey. And I said, I'll talk to you later. And uh, anyway, I, I sent her up the, the country and uh, where it was a bit rough and tough and being a suburban sort of sport little kid, uh, I thought she'd um, she'd sort of say, oh, I'm not doing this. And I don't know, she's a bit like me. So um, she uh, she loved it. And uh, we sort of moved her on to, to Mick Kent's and uh, she learnt 
it was a real good, real good grounding there because Mick gets really good with apprentices and just watching a ride and watching others when they start off, they when they jump, they just they they huck them to the front and she just lets them be and yeah, I'm, I'm just really happy with her. So I wasn't over the moon, but now watching her, it's it's a nervous watch, but uh, watching her now, I just get such a such a thrill. It's uh, it's better than anything I've ever done. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, it's really good. What was it like, mate? You uh, you went back to Adelaide. Uh, she wanted to ride in a race with you. What was? Don't worry about watching it on the TV. What was it like uh, in the stalls next to her? Uh, I think that was at Strathalbyn earlier on in the week. Yeah, that was Strathalbyn Wednesday. I had because uh, I planned to. I, she can't ride at a Metropolitan Meeting, so today's obviously Murray Bridge, so she can't ride there. So uh, I, I looked at the um, calendar and I said, right, I'll, I'll ride at Strathalbyn with you, and I'll go to Port Lincoln uh, Friday, which is yesterday. And um, Anyway, um, we lobbed in two races. I, I think I, I think she had three rides today, and I had five or something. And we lobbed in two races together. And I said to her, right, I'm not going to Port Lincoln. We're, we're going to bucket list this because uh, it's a bit rough and tough up there for me, uh, Dicky. And uh, I'm a little bit fragile in my old age. So uh, yeah, we did it there, and and it was good. And there's a little bit of media attention uh, there, and, and that was fine. But about five minutes before the race, I got a bit up and about. Like I got a bit, I don't know. It was just a strange feeling, and uh, I just wanted it to get out there and happen. And I'm paid to do a job. And anyway, she's jumped and led, and here I am running about uh, sixth or seventh in the run. And all I'm doing is watching her. I had to shake my head and give myself a little slap and go, hang on, you, you paid her to do a job. And anyway, she beat me home, which was good for her. And um, I think she ran about fourth and I ran about sixth. So, uh, no, it was exciting. Um, but uh, And then the second one was, well, it was just back to business. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm over the moon the way she's going. That's, that's, that's my main concern. She's... Um, couldn't be going any better, so it's really good, mate. Just quickly now, I just want to talk. Get back to to your sort of stuff, and over this Christmas period and, and New Year's and and coming up to the magic means, uh, what's it like in the life of, of a jockey and someone that uh, was was uh, not I wouldn't say constantly battling weight, but one of the heavier jockeys over this Christmas New Year period where. We're swamped with racing. Now you're at the base at the Gold Coast. You're looking to sort of get some Magic Millions rides. What's it like uh, on the tooth? No trifle for you? Um, no, no. It's just it's business as usual, but it's just obviously the, the pot of gold's uh, bigger at the end of the rainbow uh, this time of year. So, well, Christmas was... I didn't do anything for Christmas because I had to ride the next day, Boxing Day, at the Gold Coast. And uh, lucky for me, it was worth it because three, uh, three bolted on me. So I rode three that day. It was good. And then I... I I came to Adelaide on the 27th, so to spend Christmas with my parents, and obviously rode at Strathalbyn on Wednesday, and, um, and then I've been eating um, hot dogs ever since. So I've got to pull my head in um, Monday, so uh, it's exciting. Uh, I've got a horse that I won on two back of Michael Costas called Perfect Mission. It'll run um, next Saturday. There's a prelude meeting to the Magic Million, so it's on the 8th of January. They have the prelude, so they they range between uh, 250,000 down to about. 100,000 uh, the races on that day, uh, which is good because um, they, are, they are magic million horses and they are restricted, so everyone gets their chance. You can't, you're not going to get a black caviar come in and blow them away because they're not, uh, they're not magic million horses. So they, they get it. It's good, good for the, it's really good for some of them, the only ordinary sort of horses, even the country cup horses, uh, uh, and, and they, they race for big money. They, they could win a $250,000 race and then two weeks' time, in two weeks' time, they'll be racing at Queanbeyan you know, in a race of 15 or 20,000. So it's, it's good. Uh, for me, um, yeah, I just hope I um, get, a, get a good barrier and uh, that's half the battle and, uh, and and get on the right sort of horse. But this horse I went on two, about two weeks ago, horse across was Perfect Mission. Uh, it, it'll run 
like I said, on the eighth in a two-year-old. I think it's the Pearl. Um, and if it wins, it'll, it'll head to the Magic Millions. But looking at the Magic Millions, like, the two-year-olds, uh, they can go shin tour. They're, they're, they're hit and miss. But, um, so everything's sort of, sort of got to go right. But, geez, cool and Gatter looks the, the standout. Um, I know they said it was crazy the other day. But if you look at the, if you look at the race, uh, the speed was on. It was right up there on the speed. And your second and third horse in the, in the race uh, came from second last and last. So that tells you... The sectionals up front for the first half were, were strong, and she's still able to blow them away. Uh, I, I don't think you'd be able to beat her, um, hence why she's probably about $2. Um, and I think in the millions, uh, for some reason, they put up big money, and uh, these jockeys get a little bit toey, and the speed's right on. I just think she would just be fourth, fifth, getting the gun run and, and, and explode like she did in the uh, gym crack at, uh, at Ramick. So, yeah, I'd like to be riding her, but uh, unfortunately... Jay McDonald's uh, one of the best in the business, and I actually heard Malcolm Johnson on TV said he's he's the best jockey I've ever seen, um, James McDonald, because he gets just gets him into position. Uh, Malcolm uh, said I used to have to knock about four or five down to get in that position, so yeah, he's he's good, he's good, Jay Mac. Well, no, obviously I opened up your bio here, and it says you're a heavyweight jockey. So obviously you just confirmed that with all the hot dogs you've enjoyed over Christmas. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but it, it, it's amazing, it's amazing, it's amazing how you get yeah on. Um, uh, I rode about 55 and a half kilos and I'm, and I'm known as a heavyweight. I can't even hold the hands up. So what, what's all that about? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, um, you know, that Magic Millions Carnival, as you said, you know, the, the amount of buying that goes up where, up there as well. But obviously also the Carnival, it's a, it's a great time of year, I suppose. We've got some great carnivals. You know, we think about what Sydney's done with the Everest. We think about what the, you know, Melbourne Cup has always been famous for. Now we've got the Gold Coast. So there's some great opportunities for, for buyers and also for jockeys. Yeah, well, um, Obviously, it was set up many, many years ago by Jerry Harvey and um, um, uh, John Singerman, and, and it's just great. They they just they put it on. Um, they go to the race on the Saturday, Magic Millions race for uh, $2 million, two-year-olds, and all, all the other races. I think the minimum race is a quarter of a million, so it's big money, and then they all go to sales and uh, and uh, and spend up, and uh, they, they do it really well. And I was, I'm in Rundle Mall here in Adelaide uh, because my wife's still in bed, and I'll tell you what, they're up and about here. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they be down in Rundle Moor? But the, the tides have turned. It used to be uh, myself and you uh, in separate beds uh, on New Year's Day, but now Reneg is uh, <laughs> Reneg's the one that's uh, carrying the, 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 the torch for us. But just on, on a personal note, you've ridden you know, around the world. You're a leading jockey in Singapore. You've ridden Group 1s in Melbourne. Uh, you moved to the Gold Coast. How's it been? You, we spoke to you early days and... You were just trying to get your feet set there, but you look like you're well entrenched there and riding plenty of winners. I love it there. Um, I love it at the Gold Coast. I purchased a house there about um, three months ago, and um, it's really good uh, because obviously just lifestyle sort of changed. Melbourne's very tough, and you need a stable as uh, you know, like your Kira Mars and that, and it was pretty tough. And I was battling along, going your Wangaratas and um, Yarra Glens and all that, just sort of ticking over and. Um, like I said, the kids are older, so my boy's a plumber and he lives in my house in Melbourne and uh, Stacey's obviously in Adelaide and me and Renee are just back on our own like when we, when we met when we were 19. Uh, so um, we sort of said, well, let's try this. And uh, I didn't know if it w- would work. We we went, we both took a suitcase and actually rode in the Rose Hill Guineas um, um, and we drove from Melbourne to Sydney and then we drove to the Gold Coast and like I said, I didn't know if it would work. And well, I was there about a month and... I started pulling a few Michael Schumacher moves in the run and uh, the jockeys around me just didn't see him coming and they haven't since. So uh, 
Yeah, it worked, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it certainly has. But look, uh, thanks. And without getting the trumpet, at, without, without yeah. the trumpet, at Vicky, I think I'm, I think I'm uh, in the premiership. I'm, I think I'm 15 in front already, and we only got only halfway. So anyway, happy days. But uh, like I said, yeah, I, I, just hope person, I, I just hope I just hope the person walking behind <laughs> you at Rugby Mall doesn't pick up the thing that you just dropped. Then that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us, boys. Thanks for having me on the show, Noel. Uh, Noel Callow, a good friend of mine. We, uh, th- we could have, Gibbo, if we have no content for three hours, we could have an absolute three-hour special, just, um, some of the stuff that uh, me and the great man used to do. I- I've got a quick story. We were, it was Melbourne Cup, and Noel had a ride uh, in the Melbourne Cup and, and on Cup Day, and I was uh, staying at his place uh through the through the holidays it was off season and he's like oh are you coming i'm like yeah it's melbourne cup day he's like oh i've got no tickets and i'm like oh that's all right i'll just jump in the car and he's like well, all you need to do is keep your head down hold on to this saddle and just walk past all the people and just pretend you're a jockey i'm like mate i'm i'm six foot he goes mate i'm telling you just keep your head down walk through so melbourne cup day biggest race day Six foot uh, Australian rules footballers walked straight down and into the jockey's room and got into the Melbourne Cup. So that was uh, that was not a bad story for me and the great man. I think he's still. No, you're still with us, mate. Yeah, I heard that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the. That was well, one of the stories. I don't know stories I could I tell. I don't know the app to download to listen to your show. So when you had me on there, I thought, oh, I might as well keep listening. So I just put on mute so I wouldn't disturb you. And uh, yeah, I got sprung like a mattress, didn't I? Anyway, on your bike. I'll bye send bye. it to I'm you. Enjoy your life. Okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye.